For those who know what's right. For those wedded to the machines in their bedrooms, their studios, their best friend's garage or basement. For those who negotiate with the system every day to make time for the music that matters. For those who get in debt to fund the fight against the mundane. For those who stay true to their cause even in the face of income and fame through compromise. For those who feel the power of every beat. For those who keep their minds open. For those who encourage and support those pursuing their personal dream. For those who sacrifice relationships to make sure the music is heard. For those for which the music is a lifetime, not a pastime. This is Base Agenda. 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 Welcome to Base Agenda, episode 225, kicking off 2023 in style with one of the UK's finest. This one feels really overdue, partly because me and him talked about doing this about four years ago, but also just looking back through the archive of Base Agenda, there's been a Dexasist-shaped hole in our electro journey so far, and we're going to fix that today. Got a great interview with the man himself, a ton of great music from him and chosen by him and a little later in the show as well we'll be checking out the promo box some great stuff in there too don't forget if you head over to uh, patreon.com slash agenda over the weekend you can grab the show ahead of everybody else plus download a voice free alternative mix version of the show as well pretty relentless this week nice and heavy for you enjoy Don't you know that? 
friends like um called christopher ashton and his mm. brother brought loads of records and we would just borrow his records and like do like pause button like tape mixes like and, um, right. mm. and he, he said yeah he'd have like loads of jazz funk but then he had stuff like kind of like visage and heaven 17 depeche mode human league all that right. uh, synth stuff yeah, and then started listening, but like found these like pirates, like sort of JFM and LWR, and that's like where Westwood started. Yeah, because um, oh, yeah, it, yeah he, he, one of the first people I heard playing electron. But, mm. but yeah, before I discovered him, I just remember like listening to some sort of it's like a synth punk sort of radio show, and then a lot I heard like played mm. like hip hop, bebop, and I was like. Wow, what, what the hell is this? And mm. um, that was it. And then, um, yeah, found out like that there were these street sounds, electro albums. And um, mm. remember going to like our price, if you remember our price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've uh, still got records here with the stickers on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, with my old friend Matt, who sadly passed away quite a long time ago now. But, um, mm. Yeah, like we brought like Crucial Electro One and went back to his house, and it was just like, yeah, like yeah. Just hairs on the back of my neck, like, like what the, this is like, mad is it? Yeah, and I'll never look back, really. Yeah, <laughs> wicked man. Yeah, that's cool.
80s mm. started going to like like acid house clubs and warehouse parties and stuff yeah and then kind of like started listening to all the sort of um yeah like acid house like sort of smart boys which was like a, mm. a pirate radio station in west london okay kind of was, you know they'd play everything from elect like house electro early mm. sort of breakbeat stuff mm. like breakbeat was in hardcore and rave yeah yeah and they were like mixing records like seamlessly and then mm. yeah that's what kind of got me into it I didn't release for like that was like 89 right. when I first started like mixing mm. but um, I remember when I, first, when I first properly started making tracks I think it was like 90 7 or 98 maybe right first records are really like mixing with these like really long tracky like Chicago house tracks like okay like really like stripped back like um mm. like, frequency by Little Louie and like acid mm. tracks by Future oh, I really like playing things like that but I'd also play you know like 80s electro and because then there wasn't so many there wasn't all these like um sub genres like you know like you go mm. used to go to final solution in labrick road oh yeah yeah and um yeah like they didn't have like listening points like you mm. you just have the dj behind the the counter like just pulling out yeah records and you go oh i'll have that like and there's everything from like you know like gunshot like brick calls or hip hop mm. Mm. like house music techno yeah I remember mm. getting like um, Future Sound of Detroit like Technicky like on the white label and it was like whoa oh, you know like, we've written yeah. been about 18 then or something yeah, it was like yeah. so exciting
When you started making music, what were you? What did you start making with? What were you using? Um, well, my friend Ben, who I did the Bomb Dogs um, stuff with, like he bought like a AcoS 900. We're just sitting in his bedroom, like just attempting to make stuff. And then mm. I bought uh, an S3200. For a while, I, I just couldn't get my head around it. Like there was, mm. I could only get one <laughs> sound and. I didn't realise, like, it was Keith Tenniswood that goes like, yeah, you need to, like, name each individual group, like, um, MIDI channel. Yeah, 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 um, separate them out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then, like, I started properly making stuff, like, and that's yeah. when I made my, like, like, the early stuff, like, the, um, mm. what's it on SMB, um, yeah, like, what Bass Matrix is on. Oh, um, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when it comes to like gear these days, I mean, are, are you are you working with out sort of? Uh, are you using machines or are you more kind of? Both really. Like, I've thing? got like a, a Pro Two, Dave yeah. Smith sequential Pro Two, like the TR8. Yeah, you know, I've got an S3000 and uh, an Akai Live Mark Two. Okay. Which I'm still kind of learning, like an Akai MPC Live, sorry. Mm. Okay, right. So that's fairly new for you, is it? It is, yeah. It's quite compared to mm. like the old NPCs, like that was pretty simple. And this has got it's so much, yeah, so many different things you can go into. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, be an adventure, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this thing is running. This thing is running. It's like a jungle. 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 It's like a jungle.
So any second now we're going to get into Dex Assist's influences. Some great selections from him coming up. Just a quick shout out to some new patrons that are supporting Base Agenda on the uh, Patreon page. Really appreciate your support. Hope you're enjoying all the extra mixes, getting the show early, etc. And of course, being featured in the community playlist on the SoundCloud page for Base Agenda. Your music will always be on the front page, approaching 9,000 followers now. So big shout out to uh, Machine Ethics, to uh, James Wilson, and to Jonathan Camp this month. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate your support helping keeping this thing going. Coming up now, Dexasist's Influences. Yeah, well, yeah, Sen, that's um, Deadly Avenger, if you've ever heard of Deadly Avenger. Mm, yeah, I've got some of his old that stuff. Yeah, I've got some of his old stuff. Yeah, it was like on that was Jason Kane's label as well, like Electronic Fruits. Mm. And mm. Um, my friend worked for the Vinyl Solution distribution, like, which was upstairs above the shop in um, Lovett Grove. Okay. And he used to send us like all the like promos, like he used to get. Like, nice. And yeah, one of the labels was. Um, Electron Industries. Mm. I just remember putting that on, and it was like because there wasn't that much electro coming out around that time, if I remember right. Mm. Kind of a bit of a sort of quiet period, like right. It's sort of like some that you know, like the direct beat and stuff like that, and some new. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There wasn't that much, and like yeah, that was blown away by mm. that yeah yeah, yeah. pretty yeah, much yeah. all the electron industry stuff right it's mm. like yeah that's my favorite release on like on yeah industries yeah, yeah. all the tracks are great i could pick all, all, most of them but yeah. it's just that one i used to play the most i think i right. played out the most right right and yeah, if yeah, i yeah. even now like if i I'm playing a bit more old school stuff. That'll be the track I'll go to. Thank you. 
Bryce Kelly, and you're listening to Base Agenda. Chaos. Uh, this is too much bass. That's kind of I kind of I met Phil in like like bass junkie in mm. 1990 through a friend John. So was it him that introduced you to that track? Well, yeah. Well, th- this thing when we met, he was kind of I'd I'd been like following a lot of the Detroit stuff, like Warren Atkins, like Modern Five Hundred and stuff. Yeah doing like the sort of Detroit electro and he wasn't aware you know like after Cybertron he wasn't really aware that while on that doing electro um, right. and like well, 86 to 88 I was listening mm. to a lot of Miami bass but then it sort mm. of fell off my radar but right. he was still buying it mm. and he, was, he played me all this stuff that I hadn't heard Mm. And some of it was like cut it up death, like run by Chris Walton, like Jealous mm. Joe. Mm. And I heard that tune and it was like, wow, yeah. the bass. Like, you know, obviously there's Dynamics 2 and that doing mm. same thing. Yeah, similar. But that yeah. tune just like blew my mind. And that was like a massive influence of like the early stuff I was writing. Yeah. It was so, still, still is nuts. really. And the production's bloody good quality, actually, when you think about the age of it. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of the, produ- you know, the producers, them are turntablists as well, like, which yeah. is not so much a thing these days. So, like, you always, you know, mm. the Miami DJs always had, like, outstanding mm. scratching on their records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the sampling in that is great as well, isn't it? The, uh, oh yeah, especially yeah. just that little bit at the beginning, just mind blowing to me. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that just that intro to the track, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, it's one of those tracks where you've got to play it from the beginning, really. It'd be a shame Definitely. to miss that bit out. <laughs> Plus, yeah. both people who know it will know what's coming next. It's like, eh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. No, that's really cool. I've, I don't know whether I've got this right. The version I've got is, is a UK edit, it says. Oh, that's me and Phil. But that's you, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well... Um, I well, don't know if I've got the original. I don't think I have. Yeah, it's on cut it up death floor, the original. Yeah, I'll have to... Yeah, but... Um, yeah, but we did a track with... Uh, we did an EP with um, him and Long Alonso. And, uh, oh, okay. Uh, who were cats. And, yeah, one of the tracks, like, we, we asked him if we could do an edit of it. So, like, right. there's three different versions which mm. we edited together. Right, but okay. one of the versions has got a like, really like, heavy bass. You've just heard Mr. Wilmoth, owner of the farm, where this thing has fallen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there's something I haven't mentioned in all this excitement, but it's becoming more distinct. Perhaps you've caught it already on your radio. Listen, please. Do you hear it? It's a curious humming sound that seems to come from inside the object. I'll uh, move the microphone nearer. Here. There, Bang, 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 bang,
innovators just causing the fuss. Bass is the sound. Here's the power. This sound on your insides upside down. Too much bass is what this is. Chaos is here and we insist. To make you walk first, huh? Forget your tweeters. All we want is bass coming out your speakers. Bass is the word. Move what you heard. You're generating bass. You must be absurd. Thanks for giving the DJ a break. You waited to say this is too much.
I'd forgotten all about that Octagon Man track for a start, man. That is just. Well, like, that's what I was saying about Smart Boys. That's when I first heard that, and it's like, wow, what's this? Like, mm. um, I always it just keeps rolling. It's just, just. Yeah, and then the drum broke around in there. No, it's like so original. Yeah, I think Kane did some like incredible stuff. Yeah, yeah, and his fingerprints are on some a lot of good stuff, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what was it that caught your attention about that? You said the drum programming. Yeah, it's just like unlike anything I heard before, and it's just just mm. hot as hell. But yeah, before that, I've I've heard this depth charge stuff, like which. Mm. Like hand on chin, like that was another one that was played a lot, like sort of in the late eighties. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, and then I heard his uh, Octagon Man stuff, like which is mm. totally new one. Yeah, which I love the way, like when the strings come in halfway through, like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because that's how it ends as well, isn't it? The strings just kind of keep going for a few seconds at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mad one, good one for. You know, some kind of crazy transition. <laughs> yeah, and then the Imperial Brothers, man. Uh, yeah, why that one for you, man? Well, there's loads of stuff I could pick from that era, which like, I've mm. been like equally like sure. a massive influence, like sort of mm. Hashim, Al Nafish, and like Egypt, Egypt, Egyptian mm. love. There's like you know, like, endless amounts of tracks that I love. Yeah, that. yeah, but that. Like, because it, it's like an edit of the vocal version and the scratch version of the 12 inch. Mm. Like that, that version isn't actually on on the cutting records 12 inch. And no, it's not, is it? Yeah, it's just the drum programming in it. It's just mm. so tough, that shit. Because mm. the That's actual the- vocal part, I think, is only in the first minute or so, really, isn't it? And then the rest of it's pretty much. You know, scratching. Yeah, the dub and the scratch version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. It's got to be one of the best bass lines ever written, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pure (laughs) energy. We come to rock! Godfather checking in live from Detroit and you're listening to Bass Agenda. 
what about um, Endless, God of, God of Technology? It's one of the few tracks that's under 130 of BPM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of, yeah, that was like on a compilation on battle tracks. And um, mm. I liked it when we did it, but I'm, I wasn't, like, I never thought, oh, it's amazing. And then somebody said, oh, I really love your Endless tune. And I hadn't listened to it for a while. And mm. yeah, but yeah, I really liked it. I really like it now. It's great. That's really cool. And the vote of Phil, I'm assuming, is on vocals. Of course, yeah. Phil's always on vocals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't stop. No, no, he <laughs> But yeah, the vocals are really cool on that. Really, really cool. Yeah,
the latest Kronos device, Men from Planet yeah, X. Yeah, yeah, that's on. Um, nice one. Coming out. Here we go again. On no static automatic, which is our Fonzie uh, label. Yeah. So that's just about to drop, actually. I've had the promo for a while, I think, but I I know sometimes these days you get promos and then because of vinyl delays and that, it, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it comes out comes out and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that was released last well, that's year. That's it. it. <laughs> yeah, it's like the amount of time between like getting the tests and then getting like the actual finished copies. So what made you choose that one out? Because that's a that's a great EP, mate. Um, what why why that one for you? I just like it. It's just a. <laughs> yeah, I played it. I played in Sheffield a few weeks ago with Keith, radioactive man, and uh, yeah, that it just oh, right. sounded really heavy. Like, yeah, I'm just happy with that. You're definitely into the like the heavy, high energy stuff. I, I know because you're, you're. I don't think. I mean, you, you might tell me otherwise, but like, you, you, you've not done slow moody no yeah i like the dance which is fair enough yeah. you know fair enough mate if it ain't broke don't yeah. fix it I mean. well there's loads of people doing yeah. that anyway you know, I, I kind of like the more up tempo dance and stuff mm. but for a while like, everything went really sort of a bit more deeper and there was like no mm. dance stuff coming out but... and everything got a bit samey as well I and mean, it's nice hearing the especially people like yourself you know keeping breaks and hardcore vibes going because that 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 seemed to to me it seemed to disappear for a while or, or wasn't much of it yeah
feel the tremor, man. That is amazing. Well, like I said before, yeah, the sort of when I got the masters back for it, it like really sounded heavy, like and mm. I really liked the tracks yeah. anyway. But it really sort of brought them together, and I played it out a couple of times. It's yeah, it just sounds heavy. I just love that <coughs> the bass or the bass noise in it, like from Wicked, mm. like Derek May. Mm, um, yeah, I, I, I use yeah. that quite a lot. The track that inspired me using that is like actually on D Zone, which was like a, it might be 1990, like a guy called Easy Mo. The track's called M2. Okay. And it uses that bass sound, it's really distorted, like it's got really crazy. Mm. And I still play right. it loads, it's, it's stood the test of time. And it is, I feel 30 years old. Jesus, wow. Yeah, the bass on that's crazy. And I love that vocal sample, Feel the Tremor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Where, where is that from? The um, vocal, um, you know, the vocal hook, like, that was from uh, old Blade record. Oh, okay. Um, from the 90s. Yeah, no, that's a wicked track, man. I really, oh, I think of the, of the ones you've chosen, that's the one I just keep going back to.
bin Helena Hauf und ihr hört Base Agenda Radio.
Yeah, so we, what was the other thing? Oh yeah, a couple, a couple of tracks that have impressed you lately. Man, that Night Flight and Unveil yeah. track is savage, man. Well, I love this stuff anyway. It's just sort of dark, but it's got that move, yeah. like, the mover sort of sound to it, but more kind of electronic. It's dirty as well. Um, yeah, a lot of distortion. And, yeah, the fact, like, yeah, when I thought that EP, it's like, whoa, that's some serious, like, mm. industrial mm. heaviness. And that gets straight into it, doesn't it? There's no mucking about with that, really. It's like, immediately, as soon as that, that riff at the beginning starts, you think, yeah. We're in, for a, we're in for a bit of a yeah, treat. <laughs> and Night Flight. Yeah, she's do, yeah, she's like, yeah, doing loads of good stuff at the moment as well. Really into her electro as well. This is Ben Pest, you're listening to Base Agenda. Shows direct slaps by Ben Hess. Yeah, Ben. Yeah, Ben's production is super heavy. Like, it's kind of it. It reminds me of like on a golden era of rather. It's got that sort of raw funk in it. Mm. Yeah, like Ben. You know, like Ben kind of comes from funk as well. And, like he's really good at getting it through in his music. Like that sort. Of, mm. And God, since he's been yeah. doing electro, like it's yeah, I'm loving every minute mm. of it. But yeah, he's got an amazing yeah. producer, right? Uh, mm. Big up to you, Ben. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. I interviewed him last year, was it last yeah. year? Yeah, lovely bloke. Yeah, he's a lo- really nice bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should think, where's this, all this noise is coming out of this really Yeah, I know, bloke. he's so dedicated. <laughs> I wish I had, like, I've been really slacked by the past week. Kind of since lockdown, really. Like, it's, I just need to sort of yeah. cut myself off from everybody and just just do music solidly and that that's what Ben does I think he's just like well he's gigging loads now as well which is amazing
well he teaches too I think, does, yeah. so I think it's pr music I think pretty much it's like you know that's all he does yeah. kind of thing whereas for some people it's you know you've got a nine to five and then you've got you've got the music kind of thing yeah not oh yeah it's not many people I know that do make a, a living completely with music it's like well you've got to be you've got to be doing what Ben does or, or Keith yeah because he's obviously totally engineering or whatever else you got you've got to have I don't think there can't be many people out there relying on electro no 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 gigs to make Egyptian love oh yeah I mean there's going to be a small there's going to be a handful of yeah that's the dream isn't it the broken dream Make of the scene these days in, in in i suppose in this country mainly but i mean it's uh i mean when i started doing base agenda which was 10 years ago for the first three or four years it felt like electro was just like really unfashionable nobody gave a fuck about it apart from the real hardcore people well yeah all the kids are into it now there's loads of kids are really good stuff right oh, yeah at, at one point i remember used to go out and it's just like the OAPs of Electro, right? But like now, it's like, yeah, there's tons of kids doing it. There's so much good stuff out there. It's healthier than it's been for, you know, like 
during the court period, I was thinking, maybe it's done. Mm. And then suddenly, you know, I don't know what's made. I don't know what's made that change. Really, I mean, you've got people like Helena Howe. Yeah, maybe her. Like maybe a massive yeah. following. I mean, her interview. Her, the interview I did with her is, is is the most played episode I've ever done. It's, it's like it's got like ten thousand more listens than anything else I've ever done. So the hype around. Yeah, I, 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 it probably is her actually. Stingray. I yeah, guess. Stingray. Big guns, um, big guns. Oh yeah, she was playing quite a lot of my stuff as well, like which oh thank you, Helena. <laughs> yeah, people videos and they'd be like all these massive downfalls and it'd be my like track playing it's like yeah. wow. No, she definitely knows her stuff. I think she's I think because you get I mean you do see some DJ I mean male and female who you, you just feel I don't know, you don't I don't quite buy it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But I think no, she's she a real deal. I think she's a proper crate, crate vegan. Yeah. You know, I think but Alien Alter as well, she's another one. Oh, man. Yeah, Pretty yeah. Because I still didn't really know what I was doing. Like, and I'd have every, I'd, I remember like where I made it and lived in this house, like with this, like where the studio was. It was like really bad acoustics. I'd record it and then run downstairs into my friend's bedroom and then play it back in there. And I think I must have done it about like 10, 10 15 times. I couldn't get it right. So I yeah. didn't know what I was doing at all then. It was just like, <laughs> turn the bass up, turn, just turn everything up. But, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, you can hit like with the bait, the kick, you know, like the multi tune kick drums, like that is like, you know, direct um, influence from Miami bass records. So. Right. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But it switches up. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember how the structure of it now, but it switches up there's a there's a synth line that comes in about two thirds of the way yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Kinda of, quite interesting. Quite I was I wasn't expecting it really. I don't know why it came in it, it feels like it comes in later than yeah. you expect. Well, I haven't listened to it, to that, it for that. ages. Like, but, um Yeah, it's my tracks then were a lot longer as well, I think. Yeah, it's about six and a half minutes or something. Yeah, well, I don't often do tracks that long these days. This is Dave Clark and you're listening to Base Agenda.
because you've done a lot of collaboration, obviously, because I was thinking about, obviously, you've worked with Phil and you've done the Residence Canoe yeah. thing um, with with Phil and Matt and um, uh, Keith as well and whatnot. Um, do you... How, do, how does that work for you? What How do you how do you kind of fit into that? Because I can imagine that would be really... Particularly when there's four of you, that must be... Really yeah, it was pretty messy. <laughs> I think a couple of times I turned up like after being up all night, like, which wasn't good. <laughs> but um, yeah, it kind of because they're friends as well. It's like there's no pressure. It's just like yeah. jamming, like so everyone would just be working the machines. But um, generally, yeah, I I only like working with people that are kind of I, I like working. Well, I love working with Phil because I know him really well and can tell him to fuck off if the need be, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No, if I don't like it. I was going to say, as to sing in it, if you know somebody well, you can you can be yeah, good yeah. with feedback. So if you don't know somebody so well and you're not kind of into it, it makes it a bit difficult. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've always tended to like do collaborations with people I know quite well. Yeah. So how does it work, just like with a Kronos device track? How do you, well, before, like, how do you kind of to, approach it? I used to go over to Phil's, like, because he had a studio in his parents' place. And then later mm. on, he moved into a flat um, just up the road. And we did a lot of stuff there. Right. But um, yeah, since he's had kids and mm. um, yeah, he doesn't really, you know, he can't just sort of pop to London to work with me. We kind of just bounce parts, so I'll, 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 right. I'll get like a bit of a track going, and I'll send them over to him. He'll do some bits on it, and then I'll, I'll mix it, and then send it to him to you know see if it's if he likes it. But that's right. that, like that's yeah, how yeah. we're currently working. Yeah, so we get we're doing like yeah, a yeah. like the old. Um, David Stools and the Glove and Ice Tea track, uh, Tibetan Jam. We're kind of doing a bunch of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like at the moment, oh, he's right, redone right. the vocals. Uh, there's this oh, wicked. guy where who's sent him the parts who's like basically recreated the entire track. It's nuts. It like just wow. sounds like pretty much like the original one almost. So he gave us the yeah. parts. So yeah, we're doing like a sort of industrial 2023 version.
coming up in the future man you've obviously got the glove that fits which is a i think is it like a hundred capacity thing i thought it was quite yeah yeah it's quite small it? or something, something. yeah i've got a Pognos device ep coming out on no static automatic um and yeah that's the planet x one we just talked about yeah yeah and then i've got like two eps coming out on a spanish label um, called Musa, like one's electro and one is a uh, breakbeat one, and then the, um, mm-hmm. the full track compilation with Jaggers, um, nice. Phil, and Pets. That should be out soon. Um, nice. I'm working on nice. an EP for a label called Timing. Uh, which is a British label.
so much stuff like because over the years you know just would write bits of tracks mm. and then like they just get left on my hard drive so like through lockdown i basically went through all my old folders and like pulled out all the stuff that had something and then some okay yeah making it into like new tracks so like yeah i have okay. noticed the stuff that i kind of put to the side for a while and then come back to it that's mm. normally the better stuff because my ears forget what it sounded like when mm. you're just listening to it over and over again often your mm. ears become a bit flat and you don't know what's mm. good and what's bad yeah no other people yeah I, other people yeah so like, I like putting it aside and then sort of booting it up like sort of a few months later and then like you've forgotten it completely mm. and you can tell like what's wrong yeah. with it and whether it is like what it's working on. So I'm working like on an EP like um, with the droid. You know the droid? Like Oh yeah, Ben. Yeah, yeah, so, ben. Like, yeah, yeah, he came over like in the summer and we got like, a load of ideas down. Um, I'm gonna get them all into the NPC and uh, hopefully oh, cool. he, he's gonna come over soon. Coming up to the end of the Dexasis section of the show. Love and thanks out to him for taking part. Really cool to have a decent, deep chat with him and dig into his amazing discography. As you've heard, plenty of stuff coming up in the pipeline as well. And don't forget you can catch him and Bass Junkie DJing as Kronos Device at the Glove That Fits in February. Check it out. Time to get into some promos now. 
Lots of great stuff out there. We're going to stay heavy for the time being. First up, False Persona, track called Sneak Dissing. Oh, 
This Detroit's filthiest, and you're listening to the number one underground bass agenda.
Radioactive Man, you're listening to Space Agenda. up for you before we get to the uh, the last track of the show so after false persona with sneak dissing we had cirque with tiski then uh carlos native with pb7ew87s underscore v then into a nice reissue from black future track called communication then we had a great track from somatic four he's back with a great new album make sure you go and check that out That was a track called HBPD. Then into something new on uh, Mechatronica by The Spy, a track called Lebanon. 
then into Black Ployd, taken from his uh, new album on CPU, Enter Universe. That was a track called Unidentified. Really cool sounds on that one. And the track we're sitting on top of right now is Bass Junkie, Bubble Funk. This is the Radioactive Man remix. Great EP. Make sure you check it out. It's on Radioactive Man's label, Asking for Trouble. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can grab the full show, full track list, and a voice-free alternative mix version of the show at patreon.com slash bassagenda. I'll be back next month with Solar Chrome and Medley in the mix. Have a good weekend. Cheers. Thank <laughs> you.